position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which... That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news. We have the latest titles that we are interested in. Of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite the deals! Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of... It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello, and welcome to episode 178 of the Best Linux Games Podcast. Being recorded for you on this uh, unusually chilly Monday, March 26, 2018 at 21.55pm. So for our sequel, fran- sequel fans out there, that would make it uh, 2018-03-26, uh, 21.55 Pacific Coast time, the coast with the most, the left coast. Yes, indeed. This is the, uh, oh, crack engineer Ivor Molina over there in the booth, who is now fired, uh, holding up the whiskey sign. Yes, tip, 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 Yeah, that's better. Oh, yeah, that's so much. Actually, let's take another hit of that. Tray delish. All right, so we have hopefully a shorter show for you this week than normal. And I know we are late, but there is a lot of shit that ah, 
Let's get straight to our top stories, shall we? Yes, let let us shall. Let us shall, shall we, Ivor? Yeah, let's do that. So, top stories. First of all, I know we're late, but that's because this episode, which is not, what I'm about to describe is not going to happen in this episode, even though it's already happened, which is, I know, it's a mind fuck. It's it's kind of a failure. It's a it's a total failure. It's a failure. We're late because this weekend uh, I realized that we had crossed the Rubicon from just uh, being your average, humble, ordinary, deranged fucking maniac podcast to a level to an echelon, an upper echelon of uh, supremely fucking crazed, deranged. Uh, podcast, you know, pantheon of fucking maniacs who are drunk, deranged, and doing pot. Yeah, so that I, 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 this this occurred um on Saturday when I realized that we have now purchased over one thousand and twenty games for Steam over the last three years and change. I'm gonna say fuck. I should have written this down earlier, but whatever. I was drunk and stoned. I'm in Las Vegas. No complaints. It's completely legal. Weed is totally... Recreational weed is totally legal here. I'm gonna say uh, maybe uh, well, we can do it in our head. Um, Right? Right? We can do that. We have fingers. Those aren't in our head, though. Oh my god, we're doomed! October, uh, no, I'm gonna say September, October, November, December. So, and now we're in the third month, so three years and seven ish months. 1,020 games, almost all of which are for Linux. So, it's kind of a big deal. And in preparation for, I mean, this this realization, even though um, I mentioned it cursorily um, several weeks ago that we were approaching this milestone, like all milestones, you don't really see it until, oh god, it's in your rearview mirror, because uh, you're always focused on the future. Mm. So Saturday night, I start putting together the podcast, and I have a ton of shit we got a ton of shit to talk about. But then I realized this this particular month, that's a lot of games. 1,020 games. I would say 1,000 of which I'm going to guess are all Linux games. Over the last uh, month and a half, two months, since I've been playing more with wine, uh, and stuff, trying to get Flatpak, trying to be able to build my own Flatpak Linux uh, stuff out of games and things, um, out of pre-existing wine prefixes, I have purchased several games for Windows that I have played, including Into the Breach, last week featured prominently on this show, um, and Dead Cells, and uh, several others, uh, including Synthetic, um, which runs very well and easily with a play on Linux uh, Steam uh, based pseudo virtual drive, wine prefix, whatever you want to call it 
blah. But I'm going to say a thousand games in in three years and seven months. So that's uh, twenty seven thousand games a day um, for over three years. That's that's impressive. And it occurred to me that this is an opportunity for us to, because this is a sample size that is amenable and adequate to support literally fulfilling part of this podcast's intended goal. It's called the Best Linux Games Podcast. Well, we've played a thousand fucking games for Linux, which is a number, by the way, and a concept, by the way, unthinkable that there would be a thousand games available for Linux. Four years ago, that concept is like bizarre and alien. That there'd be a thousand games that are one-click installs, you buy them on Steam, you download them, and they run. That's an unthinkable number. But that is 1,000 games. And so, this tiny, tiny micro-thought gestated within me like an alien facehugger, like a chestburster after being implanted by an alien facehugger. Mm. No, it's so, it's the early years, the tender years, the precious years. Um, it gestated and it exploded out of my chest on Saturday into Sunday. I know, just contemplate that image. It's I know. It's it's so moving. It's so tender. But this thought gestated and it occurred to me that considering that my core competency has always been in database design, administration, and um, everything else, uh, vis-a-vis me, uh, my sequel, me sequel, me sequel, I expert at me sequel. Which for the first three years that I I used it, this is a long time ago. I used to call it squeal because I didn't know anyone who fuck. I had no one to talk to. Anyway, long story. It occurred to me that this is a data set. A thousand games is a lot of games, and I played all of them. I mean, it's that's a lot of fucking games. It's a thousand games. Ten years, man! Beep, beep! Ten fucking years! A thousand games. Holy fuck. So, considering that we are called the Best Linux Games Podcast, a podcast devoted exclusively to covering only the best games available for the GNU slash Linux operating system, which we know and love. If you've been watching our Twitch stream or our videos that are up on our Twitch stream, you know that I have become inured or well-trained is a better word um, to just expressing it like that. Covering exclusively only the best games available for the GNU slash Linux operating system, which you and I know and love. Which we all know and love. And it occurred to me, a thousand games, that means we could now do a list of literally the best games available for the GNU. See you see where I'm see where I'm going with this idea? Which meant a lot of fucking work. A lot 
of work. Took, I'm only three quarters of the way done. Um, but now, I mean, and uh, three quarters of the way done, which is why we're late. Three quarters of the way done with this list, which I don't know. It's it's gone kind of out of control. We're up to fifty. But you see, when you look at it as a list that is representative of only the best games available for this operating system via Steam, exclusively via Steam, no wine, nothing like that, nothing fancy, nothing, um, you know, no tucks, no bucks, all of these, the bucks go to tucks. Um, they all run, quote-unquote, natively through Steam. Even a list of 100 is still only 10% of a thousand fucking games. So, I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out our target cuz we're at about 50 right now, which is 5% of a thousand games. So, I mean, that's a lot of fucking games. And these every game on this list is fantastic. And you know what? I take it back. Ivor, we're scrubbing this show. Fuck it. We're doing it this week. God damn it. My, I wanted to because I want to have a Steam list because I, I found out that Steam I, I, I looked it up because um, I was like I need to make a list of shit for Steam and, I, and I'd, I've been planning on this week, week's episode being exclusively devoted to um, covering the new batch of reviews that we're going to be rolling out for Steam because one of my favorite things about this podcast by the way apart from the fact that anyone is listening to this, that's that's always nice that we have listeners because that means we that the FOSS is growing stronger. Um, it is a very specialized, you know, kind of thing. Our podcast, it's not going to ever have a million listeners or whatever. I mean, we're the best Linux games podcast. Eventually, in like 10 years, if we all survive the Trump administration, we'll have a billion listeners. I mean, trust me, it's, it's insured. It's fucking, I signed the Pact with the Devil last week, no, um, anyway we're never gonna have the kind of, um, humongous listenership that uh, you know, more general podcasts would that, you know, that cater to different audiences in different ways, you know, blah the Linux gaming community is a small community but it's a it's a weird, it's a deceptively small community because it's a burgeoning community I mean, we it's the same way you build a back catalog as a publisher. You build you don't make your money off your frontline titles. You don't make your money off of the newest book that you published this year that you're pushing the hardest. You make your money off of the previous decade of titles that you've published. What I'm trying to say here is that I believe in best Linux games. I believe in Linux as a platform for gaming. In fact, I believe that it is approaching pure equity in terms of technical difficulty um, for both designers, developers, publishers, as well as for the end user. I believe that it's approaching a a point that is almost in parallel, um, but is very definitely currently proximate, at least, to the same type of simple, easy-to-use, fun to play, you know, um, whatever, major, uh, not AAA titles, but just, um, it's approaching Windows. 
in terms of like the technical blah. That just means that we've built the baseball field. People will come. So I kind of lost my point there. Um, <laughs> shit, Ivor, you cocksucker. More whiskey. Ivor is holding up the whiskey sign. We're going to be here all fucking night with this episode. I, I just have a feeling. I have a feeling. My mind is going, Dave. What I'm trying to say here is mm, I'm going to have some whiskey. <laughs> this occurred in the middle of a mind-blowing weekend. I mean, this is a mind-blowing revelation to really try to wrap my head around 1,000 games. That means that whatever number we decide on for a list of the bet, we now have a sample size that is actually able to, once, you know, comb through and gleaned appropriately, which we have done and which we are doing. We're doing it tonight. Fuck it. We have the list of the best games available for the GNU slash Linux operating system. The best games for Linux. We now have that list. It's not completely complete. And I wanted to break it down into different categories and stuff. It is not in order. But we're doing it this show tonight. Because over the following week that is to come, we will be rolling out a new series of reviews. Oh yeah, that was the point. My greatest joy about Best Linux Games podcast is that this was an offshoot originally from our Steam group of the same name, Best Linux Games uh, blah, BLG Mofo is I think our stock ticker um, for uh, Steam. You can find us. Find us and join us. Um, We don't do events. We don't do anything fancy. But the biggest... I try not to look at the numbers for this show ever because it's not something that I'm really interested in because I would be talking to two people the same way that I would be talking to a million. It just does not change. This is after 20 years of being a fucking journalist. This is how it works. I'm, you know, and I'm I'm kind of maybe devolving the uh, genre of broadcast journalism with every episode, but that's okay. We do the best we can, but the bottom line is the thing that that makes me year after year, and I don't look at this metric either, the thing that makes me most not excited, I mean, it makes me excited, It makes and it makes me happy, but um, and, and we're far beyond the period where, you know, we're merely looking to be hopeful about things. The thing that really pumps my nads is when I fucking navigate the maze of the community stuff that's available through Steam and I look at our community membership I'm not even sure if that's the right the right metric fuck I'm see I have no idea what I'm talking about because it's very it's a maze it's amazing oh by Grapthos have a what a savings Anyway, year over year, the one metric that I have always relied on and that I've always 
um, looked at are the number of people who follow the curation channel for our Steam games, for, for, for Best Linux Games podcast on Steam. It's not the group membership. It's the number of people who follow us as a curator. And year over year, that has grown by leaps and bounds. We've added like 200 people over the last 18 months at least. I mean, we're up to like 550 or something like that. I, I don't know where to find this metric. But that means that people have been reading our curated reviews for the games that we like. And we only cover games that play on the highly wanted and much beloved Linux, GNU slash Linux operating system. Now we have a list. So it started this weekend as just um, a new batch of reviews because we don't add reviews continuously. Because reviews have to be rev- they have to be reviews. You have to have played the game. And played the game to a significant degree. So I don't do I don't add anything to our curation aspects on Steam. And for those of you who don't know, this is a little bit inside baseball, but you have curators that you might follow um, in your Steam client. Those curators are people whose opinions you respect and like. Most of those, with with many exceptions, but most of those, I know most and many seem mutually exclusive, but they are not. Most of those are people who don't really play the game. A lot, at least. And even some of ours some of our curated reviews for Steam, not through the column, not through www.bestlinuxgames.com clicking on the column, we'll take you to the column those are different, those are our long form insane reviews that are unique to us most people who do Steam curated who do Steam, who, who act as Steam curators, don't play 20 40, 100 hours of the game before they review it. But their curation streams are very good. Um, Some of them. Some of them. Ours is a particular subset of a micro subset of a micro subset. And now we can finally do this massive list. Because out of a thousand games, I mean, I don't think I played a thousand games for the Nintendo. I don't think there were a thousand games made for the original Nintendo NES. Probably were, but whatever. So, um, I think I left like five points dangling midair there. I don't think I made any sense, but that's okay. Right? Right, Ivor! Anyway. The point is that people follow our curation stream even though I make it a habit to only update our reviews. I don't ever edit. I mean, I might, but whatever. That's immaterial to this part of the discussion. I only add new reviews every at best every six months. So twice a year, so biannually. That would be twice a year. I don't have a room 
Well, then go to your alcove then. And yet, in spite of that, 522 people follow us, follow our curation stream. So what started this weekend, two days ago, as, yes, I'm pouring more whiskey, because we got to end this episode eventually. Hopefully we'll clock in around an hour. We do have 50 games that we have to cover here. And the reason for, like, apart from, like, the necessity to constantly have to do this podcast and to constantly have to play new games for Linux and to constantly have to, you know, uh, play them enough to actually be able to review them. Apart from that, it's impossible to release a new review every week that I can trust. Every six months, I can do that. Once a year, I can certainly do that. So, we had approached a nice little happy pocket in uh, unrelenting video game onslaught this weekend, and I thought I was just gonna comb through and do you know, maybe 10-15 new reviews for our curation stream. But no. Once I saw 1,020 games, I went through the whole fucking list. Now, these will be added into an ordered list. Not, well, an unordered list, but it will be ordered as a list. It'll be an, uh, ordered into an unordered list. There is no top or bottom to this list. There is no number one. There is no, you know, number 99. You could be just as good a game at number 99 at this point as number one. The other list, what I'm trying to say here is we're rolling out a bunch of fucking lists. Because out of a thousand games, that means that I have a game for everyone. I have, I now have a game for everyone. Every type of disposition, every age group, every genre. I have a game that is the best Linux game available for that genre. And we will be rolling those out over this coming week. It's it's a lo- it's been a lot of work already but here is a sneak preview here are the best i mean i have, I, I know ivor ivor's shaking his head he's 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 are you crying ivor don't cry i know we worked hard on this rundown we whiteboarded the fuck out of this we have 8 by 10 note cards everywhere it's people have been torn apart like hot French bread, specifically to bring you this watch butch this one (laughs) anyway we're scrubbing it all we're going to regard this as the tasty preview of all of the content that we'll be rolling out through Steam, using its lists and also adding reviews for, you know, the latest batch of games um, and that'll all happen this week, next week, next two weeks. There you go. So once again, happens once, twice a year. So it happens, you know, di- did I say biannually earlier? Anyway, it's bi-quarterly. It's bi-curious. I don't know. It's vicarious. It is fantastic. And you know, you need it. You need it a lot. But before we do that, let me, um, just, before that's our feature for this week by the way. 
I guess. Let me just read you the rundown items that we had previously scheduled for this week's show. One, Dead Cells Fix. Two, HTC Vive Fixed. UDev Rules. Three, Painkiller, which was supposed to be a long... That's actually the feature that we were supposed to run. was a long-form feature about the history of Painkiller and why you should play it and why you probably should not play it using, um, anyway, does not matter. List top 20 Linux games on Steam. And then Storm, Stormy Weather! Hey, I think this is porn. That was because of Sunday's Stormy Daniels interview. Um, hey! Hey! Can we, I want I know that we don't have our sound stuff the way we would like, but may we please, Ivor, can we try it? Hey, hey, I think this is porn. Ah, fantastic. I knew we could do it. Yes, yes. Hey, I think this is porn. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's hilarious. Ah, mm. <laughs> so, that was the rundown that we had for this week's show, but Instead, Ivor punch him with the features. Bing and he made the cut! He took a whole run away from Roland! Who do you think? Oh my god, it's Bolivians! Bolivians! Never gonna let you down. I can read your mind. This week's feature. I can't read you. I can't read you. I can read your mind. Take it, Kooky. Bolivians! <laughs> he made the catch! Andy Chavez saves the day! So, hello, ladies and germs. Mesdames et messieurs, may I present unto you our candidates. These are not tentative, though. These are... Well, they are tentative. <laughs> hey, fuck it. At least I'm not like Donald Trump. When I make a mistake, I call myself out. I will admit it. These are the tentative. Literally, at the present moment, the present moment. Mm. Maintenant. <laughs> Maybe. Ah. Mm. Mm. Whiskey. These are the best games available for the new slash Linux operating system, which we know and love, that are currently available at the present moment. Uh, this is our list, and they are presented irrespective of uh, potential ranking. It's an unordered list. Let's just go through it, and uh, that then we will call it a night. And at which point I'll have to wish you bon me. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know anymore. It's too much live streaming. I've just been live streaming too much. I know. This is a fantastic moment. I mean, this is... I cannot express. I'm not even trying to, like, oversell this. 1,000 games available for Linux. Well, here are the best ones. <laughs> just think about that. Think about those two statements. Anyway. So, 
Ivor, will you, will you, will you hit us with the what we used to use as a deal deals music? Do it for me, Ivor, one last time. <laughs> All right. First off, we have Tomb Raider. Yes, the 2013 reboot. Yes, indeed. Uh, thank you, Feral Interactive. We love you. Your games are very, very much represented in this list. Tomb Raider. Possibly the best adventure. Absolutely, indisputably, one of the best adventure games I've ever played in my entire life. Then we have Mad Max, which to this day still holds the champ the, the title of the reigning champion of the most beautiful game that I have ever played or seen on a computer. That is Mad Max, also a feral interactive port. Um, and one of the and also a great adventure game and uh Decent car combat, very good car combat. Anyway, we, I'm, we have a lot of titles to go through here. Give you a sense of perspective. If I did one every 20 seconds, it would take 5,000 hours. So, we're gonna try to knock them out as fast as we can. Freedom Planet, F-R-E-E-D-O-M-P-L-A-N-E-T. Freedom Planet. Side-scrolling platformer, uh, reminiscent of Sonic the Hedgehog, but superior to basically every one of the Sonic games, excepting for maybe uh, Sonic 2 for the Game Gear and maybe uh, the Sega CD, Sonic uh, Sonic CD, which was the Sega CD Sonic C Sonic the Hedgehog game, which preceded uh, Sonic Spinball. Anyway, it does not matter. Freedom Planet. These are not in order, by the way. Remember, these are not in order. Space Tyrant. Yes, from our friends at Blue Wizard Digital, which is not affiliated in any way at the present moment with us, although I am trying to work with them so that I can handle some of their promotional campaign, because this game needs to be beating like a cheap drum up and down the street until everyone plays it, because it is a fucking fun game. Forgetting the fact that uh, they, the developers at Blue Wizard Digital uh, part, partially my book was partially the inspiration for their company name. Space Tyrant is a fantastic turn-based strategy game. It plays lightning fast. It is very evil. Very funny. Even if you hate strategy games, this is like this is the pick up and play strategy game of the year. I mean that that's that's without dispute. That's a lot of qualifications. Anyway, Duskers. Is anybody out there? Duskers, D-U-S-K-E-R-S. If you have not played Duskers, you must buy and play Duskers now. Yes, I know it is it is a scary game. It is a very scary game. It gets scarier. It does not stop. It is unrelenting. Good Lord, Savannah knows she would not stop. Oh! No, that is Duskers. Yes, command line action, the way it was intended. Oh my God, what a masterpiece. Duskers is... If I had to pick one game out of the last three years that I had not... I had not played prior to starting the podcast, 
nor would I have played unless I had started the podcast and I had to pick one best game. Duskers is, whoa, if it's not number one, it is in the top three. Then X-Plane 11, X-Plane 11. You wanna talk about Flight Simulator? Well, we have World Class Flight Simulator. World Class Flight Simulator! I've been, I watched the other night, uh, that movie, The Disaster Artist, and the and X-Plane 11! I'm from Nola, the Big Easy. If you've not seen The Disaster Artist, then you are lucky. I did not particularly like that movie, but X-Plane 11, you want a world-class flight simulator on your GNU slash Linux box? <laughs> I mean, there's also flight gear, but X-Plane 11 is... Oh my God, it shakes my nuts. Right now, it is shaking my nuts. My nuts are quivering. My, my testicles are in disorder, just at the thought of X-Plane 11. You wanna learn how to fly? At whatever level you wish, X-Plane 11, it's there. And it's waiting for you. It's 60 bucks. But bam on your Linux box. Oh yeah, brother! So, up next, Hyperlight Drifter. H-Y-P-E-R-L-I-G-H-T. D-R-I-F-T-E-R. Hyperlight Drifter. Top-down, retro, redefining what what the Zelda-esque paradigm could be. Um, Hyperlight Drifter is a masterwork. Hyperlight Drifter is fantastic. Up next, Hitman. I know that pause was meant to scare you. Because that was me with the garage behind you and <laughs> well done 47 hitman came to linux over these three years oh my god thank you feral interactive and it came in in a it, it, it came on your face <laughs> it's disgusting it came in the form of a great re-envisioning of what the Hitman series could be. That's Hitman. Then, one of my favorite games of all time. A game that any long-term listener of the podcast, long-suffering listener of the podcast, uh, <laughs> will instantly recognize Saints Row 4. Saints Row 4. Which has a designation in one of our one of my spreadsheets columns in LibreOffice as not being of any genre of game, but of only being a best game. Saints Row 4 is one of the best games I've played in a decade. Period. That's true. You want a sandbox? Then that's your sandbox. Uh, you want zombie? What do we want? Brains! When do we want them? Brains! You want brains? I got brains for you. We got Seven Days to Die. A game that right now is in a moment of periodic flux, especially across the server spectrum in terms of what's out there, but you want to craft them up, you want a first-person shooter craft them up simulation experience that uh, has... Oh, 
Oh, such lovable hordes. You stay away from fucking putrid girl. She's mine. She loves me. She always comes back to me. You stay the fuck away from putrid girl. Seven Days to Die is by far one of the best games that I've played in the last 18 months, period. Oh my God, 18 months. It is up there. It's in the top three. Mm. And represents an altar to which I have sacrificed. Let's find out how many hours. I know I crossed Leet a while ago. But I, I, you know, I can't. 1,372 hours of my life have been spent playing Seven Days to Die. It is a fantastic game. Find a server, go join it, and prepare your soul. So, up next, a terrifying game. Scary games, I do not like them. They scare me. They fucking scare the shit out of me. They scare the piss out of me. I'm peeing right now, though. All over my... Uh, Jesus, thank God it's not summer yet because I'd be wearing khakis and this would be embarrassing. Alien Isolation. One of the best first-person... It's not a shooter. It's not uh, uh, a... It's a scary game. It is so scary. It is very scary. Even scary games are like, oh, no, fuck you, man. I'm not playing that game. That game is scary. It is... It's... Approximate. In terror and turpitude. I, I don't even know what turpitude means. Turpitude, like turpentine. Anyway, I'm not going to look it up. It's approximate in, in terror factor to... Uh, classics of the genre, such as um, Fatal Frame. It's nowhere near as scary as Fatal Frame 2. Fatal Frame 2 is just like, I just don't want to just, 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 just stop. Stop this game. Because it is... I know. No, we're not doing this. And that's how scary Fatal Frame is. Um, it is up there. Uh, along with uh, Condemned and Condemned 2. Condemned 2 is a fucking terrifying game. Masterwork. Um, but Alien Isolation. Holy shit balls! It will melt your face off. You will love it. And uh, <laughs> it's got lots of fun su surprises that I still see every night when I try to sleep through the nightmares. That's Alien Isolation. You ever wanted to be fully immersed in the Alien film saga experience and Alien Isolation does that and more. Up next, Factorio. F-A-C-T-O-R-I-O. Yet another entry on this list that is simply defined as a best game. Meaning a genre-defining or genre-busting um... Possibly defining game, a game that defies all categorization or transcends all categorization. Factorio is a mix of SimCity with uh, with 
automation and programming in a way that is so elegant and so familiar, especially to those of uh, you who are programmers, um, you will instantly, it's a spellbinding love affair of a lifetime. Wow, how is that for a good pull quote for game? But that is what Factorio is. Factorio, it's simple, man. You know, for kids, Factorio. Which, by the way, is a uh, SimCity-style, top-down simulation game uh, in which you attempt to manufacture stuff to get off of your planet in a SimCity-style factory line. It's a fantastic game. It is a best game. Buy it. Play it now. Factorio. Up next, Dirt Rally. D-I-R-T-R-A-L-L-Y. Dirt Rally. Absolutely, without a doubt, the finest rally racing game ever made. Even better than uh, the one that I always, I've, I, I constantly cannot remember the name because I think it was called Microsoft Rally, but it wasn't. Um, it was for the Xbox, original Xbox. Dirt Rally, everything that you want out of a rally game. You have a co-pilot, he calls out the turns for you. He's customizable, he calls them out audibly. So you don't have to take your eyes off of the fuck, because you are in the, you are in the driver's seat. It is fan-fucking-tastic. I mean, literally, it blow. It's it's the finest rally racing game ever made. Bottom line, period. Full stop. That's it. So that's Dirt Rally. Thank you, Farrell. I love you, Farrell. I don't know if you guys have heard lately from me on Twitter, but I love you so much, it hurts. I just beat again. Oh, God. I love you, Farrell. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so continuing from that embarrassing audio clip, uh, we have uh, a virtual reality entry into this list because over the course of these three years and change, I know, doesn't it feel historic? 1,000 games is a lot of fucking games. We have to have something from VR. And right now, my personal pick for VR on Linux, you want a great title, you got an HTC Vive, you want to feel like a Kimbo, you know, like I got a shotgun in one hand, I got a fucking, you know, uh, I got a Magnum in the other, and I'm just, hey, I'm shooting behind me. Um, stuff like that. Serious Sam VR, the first encounter. Third Encounter is not that good, but I didn't give it that much of a chance. First Encounter is glorious. It is glorious. Serious Sam VR, the first encounter for those of us with HTC vibes. Mm. Now, like I said, these are out of order. I mean, they're in no particular order, but they uh, also are not meant to satisfy the genres necessary to have one game for everything yet. That is the work of this week. That will be done later this week. Up next, if there were genres in our free category, our F as in 
free as in beer, not as in freedom, but also free as in freedom, which breaks the strength of that maxim and defies the point of free as in freedom, not free as in beer. But anyway, look that up, learn about it. If you, if you wish, you should. Endless Sky, E-N-D-L-E-S-S space S-K-Y. Totally free, available through Steam. Uh, run, build, control, and run massive fleets of privateer-style spaceships in a top-down simulacrum that resembles Asteroids, the original arcade game, um, meets uh, Continuum slash Subspace. Fantastic game, totally free, unfucking believable, and developed from the ground up using FOSS ideology. Uh, free and open source, you know, blah, community driven, etc. Been around for a long time. It's gonna be around for forever because it is one of the best games that you'll ever play in your entire life. Endless Sky. Up next, everything. And we will not make any jokes about the name of this game. It is called, the name of the game is Everything. E-V-E-R-Y-T-H-I-N-G. Everything. Ascend or descend across dynamically. This, this is like my pick for like stone game. Ascend, descend, and transcend all mortal limits of physical matter as you take on the roles without specific objectives or any overriding demanding um, uh, gameplay induced tensions of anything from a blade of grass to a tiger to a planet to a continent to hydromagnetoidal dimensions etc 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 to abstruse abstract geometrical representations of infinity and then go back again and do it again other ways run around make people dance make your tribe dance build a tribe don't build a tribe turn into a butterfly amazing fucking game a breathtaking game literally I'm getting tears in my eyes I know that is a fantastic game and the name of it is everything Get some weed and your controller. If you're really adventurous, get some acid. I know Ivor, we are... Fuck, we're... Well, we're doing okay. Up next, Mr. Shifty. M-R space S-H-I-F-T-Y. Mr. Shifty, why? Because I'm behind you. (laughs) Uh, What? What? Who? What? Where? I'm behind you. Mr. Shifty, top-down, brilliant, independent, independently developed video game, um, where you take on the role of just one guy against the entire fucking world. Weird, funny thing, though, is I can bi-locate. You can bi-locate. That means, that's right, yeah, I'm behind you. <laughs> Eat the wall. Oh, you're out the window. Yes, I punched you in the back of that. Heavily armed opponents does not matter. It's even better. Why don't, hey, buddy, look at me. I'm right here. I'm behind you. And you just killed your friend. 
That is Mr. Shifty. Fantastic game. Can be speedrunned in under, I would say, under five hours. I haven't actually accomplished that, but whatever. I would say there are goals. You can check out videos of these and all of these games and others on our uh, Twitch stream, twitch.com slash skooky sprite, S-K-O-O-K-I-E-S-P-R-I-T-E. Up next, Darkest Dungeon! Death Waits. Darkest Dungeon, possibly the best game that I have played in... I don't know. There's lots of good games. It, too, is under the category of a best game. Take on party management of a small squad based, role-playing game based, rule-based um small party management in procedurally procedurally generated dungeons and uh lose your mind. It will control your life. Trust me. That's Jokemon. He understands. I infected him. I helped to infect him. That is Darkest Dungeon. Next, Darkwood. D-A-R-K-W-O-O-D. Darkwood. A top-down survival uh, craft-em-up experience that is a terrifying um... A stark and terrifying terse vision of a brutal premise taken to its logical furthest extremes. Uh, it, it it's it's a fantastic game. At one one half craft them up, one half exploration, one half survival, and yes, in the third half of the show we will have the explanation for how we are dividing things in halves that have three. Dark wood. Not anything is what you think it is. Check out previous episodes of the podcast also for further expansive thoughts on every title that we've listed here so far. That's dark wood. Up next, for those of you who are hungry for a SimCity-like game, a Sim City like game. A level of simplicity. We're talking like 1987, 1992, 1996 eras of Sim City. For those of you who want to build a fucking city and look at the city and manage the city, look no further than City Skylines. Cities Skylines. It offers more uh, I hate the word robust Al Franken says to not use the word robust it offers a more um, finely grained and nuanced more powerful and easier while simultaneously making everything easier to understand and stay on top of type of city design and management uh program for the modern age it is so addictive and so fun just to sit back and watch your citizens tweet about whatever the fuck is going on in their life especially once you have like a huge fucking city it's great to watch the their, I can't remember what they call it but it's it's like Twitter and they just appear 
on your screen and you build an empire and you can do it however you want City Skylines is one of the most fantastic games that has come out for Linux an even more fantastic game however is Universe Sandbox Squared uh, Universe Sandbox 2 blah um, become a god or not just become your casual spectator simulate catastrophic cosmic events oh well what happens if we don't have a sun in the middle of our solar system well what happens in 10,000 5,000 years 10 million years at what scale do you wish to watch this play out what happens to the surface of the earth if we tilt it off its axis by oh say three degrees hmm let's watch real time well not in real time I mean it's simulated real time because you can expand the time from real time second second to whatever time to, to from geologic to cosmologic scales ah 10,000 years can exp- you know take you know 20 seconds if you want what happens if what happens really have you ever wondered what would happen if a black hole swallowed earth right now what would happen to the rest of the solar system you can watch it you can make it happen fan fucking tastic if you like the planetarium universe simulator oh my god it is I mean it, it flames on the side of my face it is whoa it is amazing and especially um with the prior to the last two updates um where they added all of the environmental stuff so you can watch the earth become a fucking ball of ice you can it's amazing you can oh but it for those of us who are not so um what do you call it uh sophisticated or subtle you can also just take earth and move it into the sun make it fly into the sun you can change the gravity effects of anything and it is a simulator if you like going to your local planetarium which you should like to do and is the best place to take a date by the way I know this from 20 years of experience Mm. the planetarium the symphony and miniature golf Plus or minus maybe movies and or dinner. Plus or minus, well, no, definitely plus a bar somewhere in there and then lots of drinking. You are going to get laid, my friend. Universe Simulator, Universe Sandbox is... I'm trying to express myself here, but it's... it's, Truly, it is a heartbreaking work of staggering achievement. And they're still working on it. (laughs) Because the universe itself keeps on expanding and expanding. So, up next, we have no time to linger here in the universe. Up next, Psychonauts. P-S-Y, P-Psychiatrist. Why? Because we love you. P-S-Y-C-H-O-N-A-U-T-S. Um, 
another heartbreaking work of staggering genius that only came to Linux in a Linux port this last year. Thank you, Jesus! One of the best adventure games ever made. It's a third-person uh, game. It's not made for kids. Do not be fooled by Psychonauts. It is not made for kids. Um, is I am the milkman, and my milk is delicious. Um, next, Dying Light. D-Y-I-N-G-L-I-G-H-T. Dying Light. Parkour? Yes, please, motherfuckers, because... And I'm not calling Feral Interactive motherfuckers. I'm just saying, in general, there are motherfuckers out there, and they are motherfucking the fuck out of everything. Feral Interactive is not one of them, but Feral Interactive, Feral Interactive has yet to port for me Mirror's Edge or Mirror's Edge Two and or Bayonetta. Oh, please, Feral. I pray to you every night. I have incense burning on my nipples. I have clamps on my balls right now I am chanting please port uh, Mirror's Edge or Mirror's Edge 2 and or Bayonetta please Feral I want you hit a home run for me Mr. Ruth short of that we have Dying Light Dying Light which is a zombie horde infestation city simulator it's not a simulator. It's a first-person shooter, quote-unquote shooter aspect. It's parkour. If you liked Mirror's Edge, which was one of the... It's not available for Linux, but was one of the most amazing games I've played in my life. I've not played the second, the sequel, because it's not available for Linux either. But uh, when I had an Xbox 360, I played the fuck out of Mirror's Edge. If you like parkour at all, if you like zombies, if you like crafting, if you like living by your wits, don't look to Mirror's Edge to save you. Go get Dying Light. It is fantastic. It also has multiplayer capabilities. It is an amazing game. Zombie parkour. Parkour zombie. High fucking resolution. Fucking modern, triple, I mean it, it's it's a beautiful game um, which I have not which I haven't beaten yet uh, but I will because as soon as I'm done with this list I'm going to get stoned and I'm going to fucking play some Dying Light, trust me, you believe me motherfucker so, yeah, see that's how it's going to be, Swan up next Forced Showdown F-O-R-C-E-D-S-H-O-W-D-O-W-N I think. Fuck. Luckily, I am not driving for the rest of (laughs) the week, evidently. Force Showdown is a combination of Dungeons & Dragons style card games with roguelike RPG-esque simplifications in which you control a hero similar to Smash T- Super Smash TV through a uh, battle bracket style of top-down um, magic-based futuristic carnage slaughter. 
It is a blast em up that you will adore. It is a fantastic game. Forced Showdown! You have heard it here. That's all I have to say. Up next is Tree Dude. Tree Dude Dude. Tree Dude. It's called, I want you to say it with me. It's called Super Hot. Now, when I say super, you say hot. Super! Good. Super! You say hot. You missed it there. Super hot! Super hot! Super hot! Yes. Super hot. S-U-P-E-R-H-O-T. Tree. Dude. Tree. Dude. Dude. Tree. This is a song. Up next. Super Hot is a fantastic, revolutionary re-envisioning of what the first-person shooter genre could be. I like your gun. I need your gun. Give me your gun. Your gun is mine. (laughs) The world doesn't move unless you move. And, uh... Tree, dude... There we go. That's enough said. I'm next. XCOM 2. Of which I will say nothing other than XCOM 2 represents superior superior interactions and involvement between you as uh, you know yourself like in real life and the actual members of your squad. You watch them go through post-traumatic stress disorder you handle their emotions, you feel their pain, and the dynamic camera angles are um, unprecedented and unparalleled. Uh, Especially, I mean, there's nothing, there's never been anything like it. Um, Not in the realm of first-person shooters, to say nothing of the realm in which uh, XCOM 2 takes place the world of uh, the turn-based strategy, squad-based, tactical um, etc the story is fantastic, however in spite of these things if you've not played the reboot of XCOM that preceded it you have to play that, but XCOM 2 one of my favorite moments over the last you know, three years and seven months, four years, we'll say four years, I guess. Three three and a half years, let's say three and a half years. It's always go low in terms of uh, one of my favorite moments was just sitting there where I'm sitting now in a different chair though. Um, that's immaterial, sitting here and I was watching one of my characters get picked up from from the from uh, the extraction point and she had seen everyone get killed, she had seen everyone get wiped out And as bad as I felt, I felt very bad about that, by the way. Um, But it was necessary. (laughs) 
I, I got pretty good at that game too, but it was necessary. It was what happened, happened, and you could see it on her face. And uh, that's XCOM 2. So, yeah, fantastic game. Fantastic game. Up next, the opposite. <coughs> I know, we're only at 30. Fuck. We're only halfway there. So we're going to try to go faster now. Can you do it really, really fast? Yes, we're going to do it really, 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 really fast. Up next is Bro Force. Bro, yeah, mother brother! Bro Force. B-R-O-F-O-R-C-E. Then, Mechanica. M-E-C-H-A. N-I. Let me make sure of the spelling. Because Ivor, who was trapped in that tragic car accident that he's about to have tonight. M-E-C-H-A-N-I-K-A. Mechanica. For those of you fans of point-and-click uh, style adventure games, a la King's Quest, a la uh, Book of Unwritten Tales, even. Holy shit, those are good games. Book of Unwritten Tales is really good. Anyway, Mechanica. Taste the difference. Then, Road Redemption. Road Redemption. It is Road Rash. We did a review of it uh, on www.bestlinksgames.com In the column, Road Rash Redeemed is what we called it. Road Redemption takes a procedural slant to the resurrection of the... Oh my god, if you loved it, you loved it! Especially if you played on the Sega, Road Rash 2, or on the Game Gear, even, Road Rash was pretty good. But Road Rash 2 was the high point that was only uh, superseded eventually, in part, by uh, like the Windows 95 era, which I only pirated. So... I and I play the fuck out of it of Road Rash. Road Redemption offers multiplayer capabilities to all of this and offers a roguelike refinement to all of it, brings it back to life. So you have motorcycle combat the likes of which that only those of us who are as unfortunately old as such as I um, can contemplate. Then one of the truly greatest games for Linux that's ever been made, FTL, Faster Than Light, which is the spiritual pre uh, predecessor to the more modern Into the Breach, which we covered last week uh, on this air. So there you go. FTL, Faster Than Light. If you have not played it, and you, you, you think you like video games, you say you like video games, and you've not played Faster Than Light, if you don't own a copy, you buy a copy right fucking now, motherfucker. Never goes on sale and not without good reason. And you can thank me later. By the way, uh, command, commander, captain, we're still on fire back here. Um, the fire's getting... I know you have a lot on your mind, captain, but we're on fire 
I'm on fire now. Um, can we? Are you? Can what's here? Please, I just thought I should bring this to you. We're on fire, Captain. We're oh god, oh my god. That is faster than light. FTL. Um, next for those of us who love car games, distance. D i s t a n c e. Oh yeah, brother. Um possibly the most insane car game available that is closest in approximate, you know, uh design madness to F0 for the GameCube. And is complete is totally slavishly devoted to the FOSS mindset and all of the fucking under under the, the core principles that under uh, that underwrite and underlie and form the foundation of everything that bet, that Linux is. Distance is a fantastic game and a fantastic. I only experimented with it, eh, not too much actually. So I don't know if it's fantastic, but it also comes with a fucking game editor inside of it, so you can you know and whole integrated community. It gets really difficult to tell whether you're going forwards or backwards when you're flying upside down through a loop-de-loop of lasers and crushers in a flying car. Oh yeah, you do that. That's like a simple thing that you do in that game. When you're driving on walls that are upside down and are rotating... Yeah. You can do that in distance. It happens all the time, actually. Up next, Rive or Reeve, it depends. R I V E. Side scrolling platforming shooter, similar to Master Blaster, but you don't get out of the vehicle. Hilarious sense of humor. Unbelievable. Fucking ground based side scrolling shooter. Fantastic game. It's simply a triumph. That's Rive. R-I-V-E. Buy it now. For reals. Skyrogue. S-K-Y-R-O-G-U-E. Skyrogue is a, a bizarre game. Anyone with a gamepad can now play Star Fox for like the Super Nintendo Star Fox so we're talking about uh, raw polygons uh, in terms of the spacecraft in this case in terms of the aircraft uh, through procedurally generated roguelike missions as you upgrade and even design if you wish the workshop uh, component to Skyrogue is fantastic um, and unlock per run uh, weapon uh, better weapons and stuff as you play Skyrogue it is a fantastic game buy it now if you like Star Fox you need to play Star- Skyrogue that's it for the fans of side scrolling platformers a la Metroid I'm not going to say the word that everyone knows that I hate saying. I'm not going to say it. There is one title that actually defines and has redefined 
the term that I'm not going to say, which starts with Metroid but ends with um, the end of the title uh, uh, of Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Uh, but it does not end in night. There's your hint. So Metroid, <laughs> we're not saying it. There's one game to rule them all. It's called Axiom Verge. A-X-I. Alpha, X-Ray, Iota, Omega, uh, Mama. <laughs> uh, shit. I can't remember what V is. I can, fucking military and aircraft. V-E-R-G-E Axiom Verge. You need to help Elsa Nova. If you like Metroid, been looking for a game that is like Metroid. Holy fuck, Super Metroid. Oh my god. Axiom Verge. There should be actually there is, I have, I'm looking at these notes and there's a subcategory on the left where I was like, okay, we gotta break these down into categories. And the forbidden word is one of those categories. We're almost at the end. We only have ten more to go. So hopefully... Alright, up next. Neon Chrome. N-E-O-N-C-H-R-O-M-E. Neon Chrome. Which is another rogue-like, but this is a top-down blast-em fucking die-die-die a magnificent shooter in which you enter an office building and must must supplant the overseer by hook or crook this is a spoiler free description of this game you can you in the mortal words of uh, my friend Captain Ford and by the way Neon Chrome recently had a sequel which you should also buy um, although it's not as good as Neon Chrome because it's more static based uh, Judge J-Y-D-G-E and no I'm not making that up but uh, in the immortal words of Captain Ford regarding Neon Chrome it is incredible the depth of playstyles that this game accommodates you can go for stealth in a game where you have to kill everything. You can go for stealth. You can go for fucking blastem fests. It is a fantastic game. That would be Neon Chrome. Next, from the depths, F R O M T H E D E P T H S. From the depths. Well, you want to build a flying uh, galleon that's a rocket ship that uh, can also become a submarine and then fight it against other people and like maybe they have maybe they've designed ships that are actually mechanized fucking robot warriors like bipedal that can fly or maybe you just want to fight them against uh, you want to design, build and then fight um, the fastest little most pernicious fighter maybe you want to automate uh, weapon systems across a broad range of spectrums uh, they, all of which are automated programmatically to your specification via your design at a certain weight class in a certain type of craft you want to make your own jet fighter from the depths from the depths I have made ships in that game that I mean it is an amazingly powerful 
um, creative and uh, what do you call it? Um, it has a very pedantic tutorial which you will need. It took me, I think, 15 hours to complete the entire tutorial. But you can do other things in between. Um, you don't have, it's not like you have to spend the first 15 hours of your life in the game. But I made paddle boats, I've made uh, ships that are like swamp type boats, like with giant, um, actually jet engine in this case, uh, propulsion on the back that can double as a submarine as a surface skimmer and also as a jet fighter so mighty jack more or less um it is fan fucking fantastic so that's from the depths up next I know Jeff Jeffy Wise is getting upset that we've not mentioned it burns its freezes precious Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor. Thank you, Feral Interactive. I love you so much. It hurts when I pee. It's hurting now. And I'm peeing myself just thinking of this fantastic third person open world sandbox set in Mordor, set in a tokenized fucking universe where you get to really feel like you are Strider where you get to choose and customize your weapons, etc, etc etc as you take down the sergeants, lieutenants the generals and eventually eventually all of Mordor itself fantastic game great story literally that's one of the best games that I've played on Linux ever Next, Feist. I'm sorry. After. Sorry, uh, I got carried away. That's all I think of when I hear Feist. Feist, you're a little fuzzball, side scrolling platformer, physics aware platformer. Um, a brilliant fucking video game of unspeakable acts of violence and terror somewhat similar at least in comparison uh, you could draw a similar comparison between the original Oddworld Abe's Odyssey the original Oddworld Abe's Odyssey, hello, follow me to Feist Feist is incredible another ancient game from early in our podcasting history Apotheon A-P-O-T-H-E-O-N Apotheon is a Roman-esque painting it's a Roman frieze come to life it is a it's amazing it's amazing it's a uh, side-scrolling platformer action-adventure game with role-playing game elements in terms of upgradable uh, equipment, etc., etc., etc. But it's like a stick figure Roman take on like Roman uh, the fall of the Roman Empire. It's it's it's, it's, it's it's an inexpressibly beautiful work of art that is incredibly fun to play. 
last time I played it, which was about three years ago. Next, Ark Survival Evolved. I have not played any of the more recent DLCs for this game. Ark set a new standard for um, independent game design, both in terms of funding and in terms of what success means and also for equanimity in terms of the way that they have treated Linux, more or less overall. These guys sold a million units in their first few months of early access at 20 bucks a throw. And they have continued to support the game with further downloadable content packs, etc. All of which have been not all of which, because I, I can't say that for sure, but um, for the most part have been of superlative quality. So what is ARK? ARK is Minecraft. This is ARK Survival Evolved. Not the other ARK, which is like a visual novel kind of thing. ARK Survival Evolved is basically Minecraft with dinosaurs. Um, it has a simplified crafting system where you know, blah, it is fully multiplayer ready and uh, there have been DLC packs that are separate from ARK and do cost more money but that's okay because it's not like um, they're raping you it's not like a microtransaction it's like you know uh, every nine months or every year there's you can spend 20 more bucks and buy basically what is an entirely redesigned ARK um, running servers we ran a server for Ark for a while. Um, Ark is a f- fantastic game. The reason why we don't run a server for Ark anymore, though, is that um, when we did it, it was still early days, and we la- it, it it lacked the capability for basic community management and system administration from the command line. Um, either in the console or via um, uh, Steam command, etc. You know, via SSH into my server and stuff. Like, I, I couldn't get basic logging to work. There was no module for that. I'm sure that those and other aspects of it have been resolved. So that is Ark Survival Evolved. It is Minecraft with dinosaurs. It is fantastic. Hunt, train, feed, saddle, ride, dinosaurs, fan-bloody-tastic. Up next, another one of our favorite games for which we ran a server, Starbound. Starbound is a lot like Ark Survival Evolved, except it happens in space, and it's a side-scrolling platformer. Craft them up, build them up, explore them up the likes of which you've never played Starbound is a unique a best game caliber game I mean literally it's up I mean it's Starbound is unparalleled no one's ever made anything like Starbound and it too was kickstarted originally and uh, it too made its money and it too is fan bloody tastic uh, it also has multiplayer components. We ran a server for it for a while. Um, fantastic game. So, Ark Survival Evolved and Starbound. Then, 
Doom and Destiny. Doom and Destiny. Let me make sure that this is actually available for Linux. Because the last time, I want to say that maybe I was confused when I added this to the list. This is Doom Ampersand. So hold down Shift and then hold down 7. That's what an ampersand is. Ampersand. Doom and Destiny. For a long time, Doom A-N-D Destiny did not show up. Yeah, Doom and Destiny is not available for Linux. So, forget I said anything about it. Fuck! I don't know why they don't port this to Linux. Alright. Sorry about that. Oh, we're coming into the home stretch. Up next, D to the R to the capital P. What do you get? Drunken robot pornography from Ivor. Summon it for me. I know we're running late. It's fine. D to the R to the cap. What? What was that? From Deja Bond Industries. The cleanest game on the internet. Please sing along. Represents. I refuse to have a list of the best Linux games, best games available for the GNU slash Linux operating system, which we know and love, that does not include Drunken Robot Pornography. So there you go. Similar to Drunken Robot Pornography in absolutely zero way is Beat Hazard, for which I began, which was the inspiration for my own particular effort. Um, and one of my long-standing projects, which does need to be updated now, because it is a lot of code. It's a huge code base. Um, the Radio Control Room Project, RCR, which is what, you know, used to power all of this. Um, automated programmatic radio. Up next is Beat Hazard. Beat Hazard. Beat Hazard. Which is a top-down asteroid-style space shooter that is programmatically generated with visuals based off of whatever music you feed it. And it can be fed internet streaming radio stations, your own MP3s, or whatever it is you wish. I particularly love... I wish that they would make a sequel to Beat Hazard, because they have one of the finest read-ahead algorithms ever. 
and the so the tempo and everything, it's not an infinite runner, and it's not an infinite blaster. The tempo, the actual pulse of your music, which has been read ahead and processed before it plays, so the game can actually scale itself. It's a it's it's a shooter. It's it's a top down space shooter, a la asteroids. I wish they would make a sequel. Um, that's just bigger in every way. Beat Hazard is an all time classic and absolutely has to be included in this our list of the best games available for Linux. Uh, by Steam. Up next, Strike Suit Zero. Strike Suit. Zero. That's right, yes. Be- this is a um, Descent Free Space-esque pseudo, yeah, kind of a rail shooter, but also kind of um, a space combat simulator in which you and your tiny little robot in a first-person sense, in a s- yeah, space shooter simulation sense, can turn into a giant fucking mechanized robot with a fucking sword, and it is, ah, it is mind meltingly glorious that would be Strike Suit Zero Strike Suit Zero 2 does not have a Linux port that I know of hang on, I'm looking who knows, but I do know that Strike Suit Zero the original? Not Strike Suit Infinity. I don't think Strike Suit Infinity... No, it does not run on Linux. But Strike Suit Zero does run on Linux and is... You will fucking piss yourself. You will you will wet... You will wet yourself like a Chatty Cathy doll. It... Even though Chatty Cathy didn't actually wet herself. That was... She chatted. Alright, up next... Now that we're going crazy, we are almost at the end. Mm. Let's just knock them out. I'm just going to read them. I'm just going to read the next eight items. Roundabout. R-O-U-N-D-A-B-O-U-T. Roundabout. The world's first and only spinning limousine, top-down, APB-style fucking crazy taxi game with FMV uh, cutscenes featuring a girl who I would... Oh my god, I'm in love with the chick who plays... Anyway. Limo driver in Roundabout. I can't remember the character's name. Roundabout. The Witcher 2. Not Witcher 3. Wild Hunt, which is not available for Linux, but Witcher 2 is a fantastic game. Transistor. They saw our faces. Transistor. Not a hero. It's Welsh, baby! Not a hero. Bunny Lord commands you to buy and play Not a Hero. Super win the game! Fuck yes! Angry Game Nerd 2. Angry Game Nerd 1 does not run on Linux. Angry Game Nerd 2 does. Goner. Goner! G-O-N-N-E-R procedurally generated side-scrolling platformer that, um oh, it is 
one of the best games I've played in the last two years. One of. Absolutely, Garner's gotta be somewhere in the top ten. Especially for independently developed games, but Garner is fantastic. Buy it. Give him your money. Spaz 2. That would be Space Pirates and Zombies 2. The sequel to the original Space Pirates and Zombies. Uh, you can listen to old episodes of this show for more on that. Fez, F-E-Z, an iconoclastic fucking title, uh, independently developed by Phil Fish, if I remember correctly, uh, made possibly most famous... Uh, no, 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 no. The game itself is what made the game most famous, but heartily recommend... Oh my god, it's... What the fuck is the name of the movie? They made a documentary about the guys behind Super Meat Boy, Fez, Braid, and, uh... Oh, damn it! Indie Game the Movie. Yes. Which came out June 12th, 2012. You need to see this movie. It is a fantastic movie, but you also need to buy Fez and Super Meat Boy. That's F-E-Z. The essential conceit behind Fez is so brilliant that I'm going to spoil it for you here. It's about a two-dimensional guy who suddenly realizes that there's a three-dimensional world out there. And that's what the game is. And it's brilliant! So, that's Fez. Now, two ninja games. Mark of the Ninja. Mark of the Ninja. Mark of the Ninja! The world's first, best, and currently, at least insofar as my accounts uh, you know, recognize, only side-scrolling, stealth-based platformer ever. You will become a ninja. You will do horrible things to everyone. Everyone will die. None of them will see you. You will become addicted to your shadow powers. You will do horrible things. You will do them at first regretfully, then capriciously, and then with absolute delight. The kind of delight that only pure mastery can bring. You will hang people from light poles to terrify their friends and compatriots. You will have you, you, it's gonna be, it's gonna be rad. Hamburger out there, he knows, he knows the ninja boners that Mark of the Ninja will make you explode even if you are not a male person. You will constantly uppercut yourself in the chin jaw with your own dick from the enormous ninja boners from Mark of the Ninja. And then if Mark of the Ninja... Oh, God, what a great game Mark of the Ninja is. If that doesn't pump your nads quite enough, and if you still have some jaw left over from the punish pummeled black and blue even the mouse... Anyway, live my mouse... Love you. Ask all you do. What did I do? 
if Mark of the Ninja leaves you in anything resembling coherent um, operational status, then clearly, clearly you need to beat it again on the harder difficulty level. But clearly, after that, you need to play Shadow Blade Reload. Shadow Blade Reload. R-E-L-O-A-D. It's not called Reloaded because they didn't fucking care. And the game is a little buggy. At least it has the... What do you call it? The, um, it has a history of being a little buggy on Linux. Meaning I bought it when it first fucking... They finally made the port for it. And I had to wait about six months until they fixed the game so that it actually worked on Linux. But there you go. This is more Ninja Gaiden. If you want to read all about that game and Mark of the Ninja, check out Best Links Games, the column, www.bestlinksgames.com. That's our list for right now. It is a tentative list. It is a tentative list. But these titles, along with others, will be added to our curation stream if they've not already been reviewed. Uh, many of which I have already reviewed, if not through our curation stream, then through um, www.bestlinksgames.com I'm going to try to merge all of these things thank you for listening Uh, many happy returns to everyone and uh, my best wishes to everybody special uh, thanks go out to uh, listener Enzemb E-N-Z-E-N-B poor masochistic motherfucker he is a sadomasochistic motherfucker limits himself to only one run of FTL per day so there you go out of 1000 games that's our short list I think it's about 50 50 plus I'll be happiest once they're all broken down into categories and you'll be able to peruse this list later this week via a mechanism through Steam which I do not yet fully understand but which will be described in this week's forthcoming episode episode 179 every time I hear the word 9 the number 9 at the end of we've been around for a while anyway cheers thanks for hanging in here with me and uh Hopefully, there's a game in there that you have not heard of or not, or if you have heard of and have thought about playing but forgot about, these are, right now, our list of the very best games available for the GNU slash Linux operating system, which we know and love. Please feel free to join us on Twitch, twitch.com slash skookiesprite, S-K-O-O-K-I-E-S-P-R-I-T-E. Find me on Steam. Friend me on Steam. Uh, Scoogie Sprite. Um, and e- even if we're not live streaming at the moment that you uh, try to join us on Twitch, we live stream a lot. Like, I, I at least three days on average. Uh, three hours. At least three days on average per hour. <laughs> the whiskey, it's working. It's working, Ivor. At least for the last uh, two months. Um, at least on average we stream three hours per day 
never at regular times, but even if we're not live streaming right then, we have a back catalog that is entirely available um, for your visual perusal, lots of which is really funny and really good and covers a broad range of games in big chunks. Like we, uh, just by clicking, so you go to our channel on Twitch, then you click on videos, there's a tab up at the top where it says videos. These are previous live streams, and that is a constant feed. Every time we live stream to Twitch, it is automatically saved to there. And uh, if that's not enough video for your fucking greedy ass, Jesus Christ, why don't you get a job? Play a video game! Do something! No, I'm just kidding. Um, We also have uh, a YouTube channel that is poorly maintained, but does house the repository for many of our uh, video reviews and if all of that is still too bewildering check out www.bestlinuxgames.com 1,000 games my friends 1,000 games four or five times cheers thanks for listening I'll be back with you uh, this weekend cheers Four or five times A good idea Four or five times Hi there There is delight in doing things right Four or five times It is I, E.B. Farnham Maybe I'll cry I'll get you a drink And if I die, I'm gonna try Four or five times Do you like to play? We like to play I like you. We like to sing. It only runs on Linux. We like to go. Yaddy, yaddy, oh, four or five times. We're going to have such fun. Bebop one. You're becoming hysterical. Bebop two. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Bebop three. Yaddy, yaddy, four or five times. Matt Damon. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, he's a fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farnham. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.